I like your, where are you, Sequoia? What's your situation? Have you not recorded with me in the I closet? I don't think no, so. No, you haven't. Yeah. This is my recording, st- my, uh, my home recording studio. Nice. This is a closet in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> that is, <laughs> that's cool. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, yeah. It's great every time except for the summer. Except for mm-hmm. about three months There's during the summer. There's about three months where Sequoia is just like constantly dying. She turns this funny color and then she she gets she kind of fades out of the recording session. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, do we need I, to stop? Yeah. So you can go have an ice bath. Yeah, we talked about making me a cold tube. We've talked about um, putting my feet in an ice bath. That's <laughs> been something that's work. been suggested. Mm-hmm. It's like you have some kind of Victorian wasting illness. You have to try all these different <laughs> cures. Like, oh, we had to put Sequoia in the cold tube again for her humors. Should I get leeches? Ooh, that <laughs> yeah. might help cool the blood down the by le- removing yeah. the blood. No, I don't think exactly. that's how blood works, yeah, like actually. If I had, cool if I had less blood. blood. <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. I'm Kim. And I'm Colin. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them, a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast Christmas episode with our dear friend. It's Christmas with Colin. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho. Santa's here. Um, Colin couldn't be here. He was turned into a deer. He's your dear friend. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You've only been a dad for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We put you on paternity leave for a year, which was maybe too long, but that's beside the point. A transformation has occurred. Are you well? I'm not well. I'm seriously unwell. I think I warmed up too much. I think the heat is is boiling my brain a little bit. Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, um, listeners, welcome to Fanatical Fiction, Where to Find Them. It's Sequoia Kim and Santa Claus, and we are going to read some Christmas fan fiction today. Um, mm-hmm. And then Santa is going to judge um, if we belong on the naughty list or the nice list. I am. And then, I think we can get that out of the way up front. <laughs> We're not going to redeem ourselves at, at any point today, Sequoia. Oh, so we got to do it first? We might as well. We're not going to fix what we've already done. Santa. Santa. <laughs> yes, little girl. <laughs> Naughty or nice list, Santa. You're you're both on my naughty list, obviously. Yeah. Thank you. We, I mean, I think we saw that coming. I think mm-hmm. that collectively, you. yeah. Collectively, the the listeners saw it coming. We saw it coming. Um, and I don't blame you, Santa. I just want to say <laughs> that I don't blame you, and I forgive you. <laughs> well, you can you can redeem yourselves. I can't even do the Santa voice. I don't think I can be on the podcast. I think I have to go. I think I have to leave the spare bedroom and go back to the living room. You can redeem yourselves by taking the power crystal to the top of a mountain. Transforming your friend Colin back into a man. Okay. Um, Oh, right, from a deer. Okay, so he was a deer. Okay. The deer and me are going to go on a quest <laughs> to a mountain with the power crystal? Is Colin Deer on the mountain? The Colin Deer is at the top of the mountain. We have right. to take the power crystal to the Colin Deer. This is not, okay. we're not doing this collectively. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to go on an adventure with a deer. That sounds fun. <laughs> Think of the shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> you could feed me some tender shoots. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We have to be like, wait, Sequoia, we have to stop our adventure. The deer's hungry. Oh, right, right. How does the deer salt? How how does the deer communicate to us his hungriness? Clippy clops. Two clops. clops. 
<laughs> yeah, as high as I'm hungry, three clops is sure. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seven clops is no. It's like a lot of clops. You have <laughs> yes, to wait a really long time to <laughs> count all the clops. Clop, 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 clop. <laughs> is a clop one hoof or two hoofs? I'm sorry, I'm getting bogged down by the minutia. This is bad. bad. It's not even funny. I'm sorry, you guys. This is not even a funny bit that I'm doing. I think I really have lost my mind. I think fatherhood and the stress of of, of new job has, you know, yeah, I think I should be fired from being a guest on your podcast. Actually, we're going to take you to the top of Fan Fiction Mountain one way or another, bud. Yep, you're in it. You're in it. We are firing Santa Claus, though. I think. Yeah, Santa Claus Claus is fired. I'll be with you in spirit. Bye, Santa. And bye. (laughs) Is he falling down a well? (laughs) Did we get put on the naughty list and then shove Santa Claus down a well? (laughs) I think we did. Oh, no. Yeah. That checks out. Oh, man. Bye, Santa. In regular, usual, uh, fanatical fix um, form, we have brought a guest on today to become absolutely unhinged and cry for a whole (laughs) That was really soon, though. I feel like this is sooner than normal. (laughs) It's way sooner than normal. (laughs) We warmed up for too long. Yeah. We warmed up for too long. Sequoia and I actually usually go in cold so we can handle the announcements portion like semi-functional adults. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have any announcements today? I don't think we have any announcements today. Oh, good. Luckily, I think (laughs) think we don't. Move on. Oh, no, we do. We do have an Uh announcement. We have one quick announcement. Today is December 19th. Uh, There will not be another episode of this podcast until January 16th. We are taking a holiday break, but there will be one the 16th of January and the 30th of January, so you'll still get two in January, just uh, not for the next month or so. So, happy oh, holidays. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> oh, no, wait. We still have to do this one, too. All right. That's the announcement. That was the only announcement. Still, still got to do this one. <laughs> All right. You have a fan fiction for us today. I think I found something fun for y'all today. I'm really excited. You want to give us them clues so we can get some predictions in? Yes, it's time for predictions. I'm going to give you three clues. Listeners, make predictions as well. Um, You can answer our story on Instagram. You can shout them into Colin's void, whatever. Um, And here are your clues. Clue number one, the title is... Of stalkers and magic mistletoe, dude. What the fuck? (laughs) This sounds. No, I'm excited. This sounds great. Clue number two. The genre is humor slash romance. Of course, it is. And clue number three. This came out post Deathly Hallows. Oh. 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 I was surprised (laughs) when we're in this time period. Yeah. Okay. I've got some. All right, Colin, hit us. As always, I, I'm i going to predict that Santa is going to be in this one. Nice. This is the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Santa's going to be in this one. Mm-hmm. This one is going to have a secret admirer leaving notes for the Ooh. for the admiree, or at mm-hmm. least one note. You know what? No. Uh, greater than one note. Sure. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Notes in the multiple. Okay, okay. Notes, notes in in the multiple, and um, this one, the the main trio will not be the main characters in this story. It'll be somebody else. Okay, okay. Is that good enough? Yeah, I take them. I'll take them. Listener at home, you if you clap your hands at at the right moment, I will signal you. Don't worry, I'll give you the signal. You clap your hands and say, I do believe in Santa. And then, well, I don't know, if you believe hard enough, he will be there. Wow. Wow, that's beautiful. Great. Okay. Number one, uh, the mistletoe is a prank. Okay, great. Number two, um, this is going to be next gen. Okay. 
Guess number three, someone is going to be kind of agonizing about what gift to get someone at some point in the story. Nice. I like that. Okay, great predictions. Um, we are going to have to talk about one of those. Oh. Right? Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, that is that. Everyone, <laughs> get your predictions in. And this is of Stalkers and Magic Mistletoe. Here we go. Do you think stalkers is actually just a misspelling of stockings? <laughs> I sure hope not. It's always a, there's always a chance. Uh, there's, there is always a chance. <laughs> Harry looked furtively around the corner. The coast was clear. He checked again. Is Harry the stalker? Oh. <laughs> I think it was my guess. Yeah, he's the stalker. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> you don't know. Don't? You don't know yet. <laughs> Fine. He checked again. He looked everywhere. At the floor, at the pieces of armor, and especially the ceiling. It was in this position, craning his neck to get a good look at the little bit of ceiling in the furthest part of the room, that Ron found him. Hey, Harry. Are you stargazing? We're inside, mate. Not sure how much you're going to see from there. As he snickered, Harry frowned and punched him lightly on the arm. No, I was not stargazing. I was making sure the coast was clear. Goodness gracious. (laughs) I kind of imagine Harry, like, in order to get a view of the farthest corner of the ceiling, he's, like, on his back on the ground, (laughs) like, (laughs) squinting. And that's why Ron was thinking that he was... I mean, he's doing something bizarre, I would say. <laughs> he's laying on the ground with just his head poking around a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, normal. Normal stuff. Sure. And you were checking if the coast was clear because... Mate, haven't you seen your sister lately? She's oh, no. obsessed. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Post Deathly Hallows and Ginny's acting like this? Yes. This is post. Oh no. And Ginny is following Harry around. Apparently. Weird. Fine. (laughs) I can't walk around a corner without the chance of being attacked. <laughs> and Ron's not noticed this and does not give a shit, apparently. Fine. I swear, at the moment, I've got more chances of being attacked by Ginny Weasley than by Voldemort. <laughs> I mean, she does have a maybe, little bit better access. You know to what? You maybe, Voldemort. maybe yeah. it's not romantic. Yeah, is she, is she attacking him with knives? My mind went. <laughs> yeah, she just like stabs him. <laughs> <laughs> step, stab, love you. Step, step, stab. Oh no, wait, not love. <laughs> love you. Step, step, stab. <laughs> She's just wandering around the castle with a pack of knives. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of knives. She she wants to be the seeker. She's decided the only way to do that is to take Uh, Harry out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's just got like a belt of knives. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And the teachers are just letting this happen, we assume. They let worse stuff happen all the time. Don't get me started (laughs) on how bad the teachers are. Dumbledore is 100% aware and thinks it's going to get Harry more ready for <laughs> yeah, danger. Yeah, for the final oh, confrontation. He's exactly. doing a uh, a Pink Panther yes. Kato thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. Um, Ron looked away, embarrassed. Oh, he said, that. What do you mean, that? Harry asked warily. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I've tried to talk to her. Hell, I even begged Hermione to, but she won't give up. We can't help hmm. you, and believe me, we've tried. You could probably help yeah, a little probably more. Help more. <laughs> Have you tried using your magic? <laughs> yeah. No. Magic? Using Talking to magic? any adult? Uh, yeah. No. Talk to an adult. We don't oh. use magic or ask an adult for help. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, right. I forgot what we were reading. No, I didn't. Do that. Um, (laughs) Why did Ron pretend like he didn't know why Harry was being crazy? He just forgot for momentarily. Yeah, I was thinking about food. Sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He was thinking about food. He was like, oh, right. My sister's like stabbing you all the time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right, I forgot about that. Believe me, we've tried. Harry nodded. A, a passage of time? Okay. All right. It seemed that the closer they got to the Christmas holidays, the more desirable Harry became. Oh wait, Ooh. he wasn't staring at the at the ceiling looking out for mistletoe? No. He was looking for Ginny yes. on the ceiling? <laughs> on the ceiling. Yeah. No, I got that. Of course he was. <laughs> she could have been anywhere. She's using spells. She's thinking in three dimensions. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Do attack Harry from the ceiling, Ginny. <laughs> Harry rounds a corner and she just drops. She just <laughs> drops from, from the ceiling. From <laughs> That's really good. Incredible. It seemed that the closer they got to the Christmas holidays, the more desirable Harry became. Weird. Why would that? That doesn't. Christmas what magic. What does that mean? You know, Christmas, Christmas magic. magic gets everyone oh. all horned up for the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I hated that a lot. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, you know, Christmas, magic, uh, love is in the air, or mm-hmm. something, something. Getting cold outside, snuggling up by the fire, getting all randy for Santy. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> No. God. <laughs> no. I, I should be. No. I, I should be killed. I, I submit myself for euthanasia. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna move past this. This astounded everyone, including the poor boy who was completely lost. Everyone is like, Harry, how did you get so suddenly hot? (laughs) Yeah, is that the Christmas magic? Maybe. Does he just become hotter around the Christmas? (laughs) Yeah, proximity to the holidays. (laughs) The month of December is just like Harry's hottest month of the year. holiday that's like the the nadir of his of his hotness like passover mm. or mm-hmm. like an right, flag right. day flag day <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay he was used to attention of course but not this kind of attention he never's ready he harry has never once been ready for romantic attention no. and i love that about him <laughs> Too busy fighting Voldemort and looking for Ginny on ceilings. <laughs> Half of his fans turned out to be very proficient stalkers. Mm. He couldn't walk down Yikes. to the greenhouses on his own for fear of spells coming at him in such an open place. Spells? What spells? What spells? What spells? They're not, these aren't romantic stalkers at <laughs> yeah, all. These are regular I stalkers. I also... Don't think they're fans. <laughs> These are just Death Eaters disguised as students, Harry. Wow, Ginny sure is a lot taller recently. Did you notice that? And her hair's blonde. Her hair's blonde. She's got a beard. It's weird how much Ginny looks like Lucius Malfoy these days. <laughs> Now imagining Lucius Malfoy dropping from the ceiling onto Harry. Knives, belt of knives. With a belt of knives. Belt of knives. <laughs> no, Harry's just walking to the greenhouses and students are uh petrifying Curse- him. Cursing cursing okay. him. I don't know. I don't know what they could possibly be doing. He was sorely tempted to use his invisibility cloak to get around. At least if they couldn't see him, he wouldn't be in danger. Danger! Danger! <laughs> Somehow Dumbledore has uh has gotten a He's whole enlisted. host of students. Yeah. To attack Harry upon him. sight. Yeah, they're all yeah. him. It's a good plan. They come up with a schedule though. They don't, they don't <laughs> do it at once. That's the problem is that they yeah. didn't come up with a schedule. Yeah. They the didn't. problem is that this has been poorly organized. Everyone needs um, to get on Slack. Or whatever <laughs> wizard, wizard slack, slack. <laughs> just have a google spreadsheet yeah they, at least at the very yeah, least at the very least 
But no, he just seems like he thinks he's in danger at all times. He would walk down a corridor trying to get to class or a meal, and there would be people gently nudging him, trying to get him to notice them. But he would just bow his head and stride on past. How how gently is it? Are they doing the full-on run into him, books go everywhere, in the hopes that they will trigger the curse that I am sure exists, Mm -hmm. where they then have to marry him? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. He's got like four or five people just dropping stuff in front of in front of him in the hallway everywhere he goes. <laughs> he yeah, he tries between one class and his and his next class, he falls down like four or five different times. Mm-hmm. There's like five monogrammed handkerchiefs that <laughs> hit him in the face. <laughs> oh, my handkerchief is gone. <laughs> Someone must return it to me. I will be bereft. <laughs> Who is that? What? The Blaze? <laughs> With the monogrammed handkerchiefs. Yes, of course. Blaze would have monogrammed handkerchiefs. Oh. Amazing. On one such occasion, he bumped into someone. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. A finger to his lips cut him off. Nope. Silly. That's all right, gorgeous. But you can pay me back with a marriage contract. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who is this? He looked up to see Pansy Parkinson. Excellent. (laughs) Happy to see her. Thank you, Pansy. Hello, Pansy. Smiling at him, she winked at him and walked off. (laughs) No. (laughs) Are they just like bumping into him to like get a little like squeeze of the shoulder muscles? (laughs) Oh, feel the arm. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, Harry lost it. He lit out an alarmingly loud and desperate scream and ran to the great hall. <laughs> Harry's like, Pansy Parkinson, Can't take it anymore. That's that's it. <laughs> that's the fifth time today Pansy's done that. <laughs> uh, professor. <laughs> uh, he threw open the doors and raced to the Gryffindor table and plonked himself heavily between Ron and Hermione, well, refusing... That's not a safe place. The great he, he hall? He didn't check under the table. Mm. He didn't check oh. under the table. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of avenues Harry, of attack. You have to yeah. be more careful than this. <laughs> Dumbledore's not going to call off these uh, fake assassin students mm-hmm. until you are able to do... The bare minimum, like check <laughs> under the table. <laughs> Between one, Ron and Hermione refusing to acknowledge anyone else. Help me, he whispered at Hermione. She gave him a warm hug and patted him on the back as he told her everything. There, there, Harry. There, there. In the meantime, Ron heard gasps coming from the other tables, and even his own. Turning around, he was confronted with the sight of his little sister. Oh no, Hermione touched Harry in a friendly way. (laughs) (laughs) Every person who's in Harry's weird fan club is now out for Hermione blood. We'll see. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. She was wearing the tightest dress anyone had ever seen on a Gryffindor. <sighs> on a... What does I like that, that comment. Mean? That is a lot in that comment. <laughs> All right, lot to unpack, a lot to unpack, a lot, a lot to unpack. going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? She's trying a new tactic, and it's to look as hot as humanly possible. <laughs> oh, it's the hottest, so it's the tightest dress for a Gryffindor. But like, what does that mean? But that's like like breakfast attire for a Slytherin, probably. Right, right. right. 
<laughs> That's got to be it, right? Pansy Parkinson is like, yeah, I wore that to my grandma's, you know, my grandma's 50, funeral <laughs> anniversary. Yeah, my grandma's funeral. <laughs> 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 but so they wear tight clothes because they're bad. I just I love the logic. I love the right. logic. She's 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 showing a little skin. She's like this is a, dropping down from the ceiling with knives. Not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> not accomplishing my goal. She was wearing the tightest dress anyone had ever seen on a Gryffindor. Of course, there was that incident with Seamus and the twins, but that was hardly the same. I want to hear sure. about that incident. All right. Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> sure. She was wearing lots of eyeliner. And I do mean lots of eyeliner. <laughs> How much eyeliner is she wearing? Does she look She's like got a like an assassin mask? <laughs> <laughs> she is, she, she's drawn <laughs> like a full like Zorro <laughs> mm-hmm. style mask out of eyeliner onto her yes. face. Good. Exactly. <laughs> the dress is a tight, like, assassin dress. You oh. know? Right. Right. Because they got to be able to uh, sneak mo- around. Yeah, the mobility. Sure. Right. Lots mm-hmm. of pockets for mm-hmm. knives. And it's red <laughs> to hide the blood stains. And her hair was done up messily. Sure. Yeah. Ginevra, Molly, Weasley, go back to the tower and get changed at once. <laughs> Who said that? Yeah, Surprisingly enough, it wasn't Ron oh, that had spoken. Okay. But Hermione. Oh. oh. Hermione. Come on. Mind your own damn yeah, business. <laughs> Just because you don't have the body to pull it off is no reason <laughs> to punish me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, fucking what is happening? Savage. It's like breakfast time. (laughs) Breakfast in a show. (laughs) You got to imagine like half of the Great Hall is going, ooh, you know, there's Uh like a whole like chorus um, behind Mm -hmm. her. Hermione dangerously raised an eyebrow. Dangerously. Oh, really? And in a flash of white, she had changed clothes. Cool. And boy, did Hermione look good. I love a I love a magical clothes change. We never see that. And that's all I ever want to see. I'm wondering. Oh, amazing. I'm wondering if she's wearing like the exact same outfit. Yes. Oh, okay. for sure, right? Yeah. Right, because she's got to show that it's she can pull power off. Power move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, she's she's got the she's got the eyeliner. Yeah. Even more do. eyeliner. <laughs> she's got the, the wings go all the way around. The the <laughs> eyeliner instead of doing like the mask of Zorro is doing like the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> so much eyeliner like guys I mean a lot I mean a lot of eyeliner editorializing (laughs) from the narrator and boy did Hermione look good Ron was speechless eyes wide and mouth wide open Hermione waved her wand again, and suddenly Ginny looked normal. Heard her back in her Hogwarts robes. Rude. She drew herself up to her full height. I don't know. know. She wasn't standing up straight. She was 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 (laughs) slouching. But like not in that outfit. (laughs) You know, like I just don't believe it. You know, I just don't. No, she she didn't even have to bring her full power in order to look hotter than Ginny. Woo! (laughs) She was still doing her usual slouch posture. I think I'm having a memory. I feel like Harry comments at one point in time, Goblet of Fire, 
that like part of the reason that he didn't recognize Hermione is that she was standing up straight instead of hunched over because of all the books she's carrying. <laughs> that's right. That, makes, that sounds familiar. <laughs> she's doing all that. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> She drew herself up to her full height and said, Ginny, I know how you feel, but you've got to realize that he doesn't want you. <laughs> Get over him. <laughs> this is like just fully in the Great Hall. We're just fully <laughs> Everyone in the is Great watching. Hall. I mean, nothing else has gotten through to her, and it maybe is time to take drastic measures. It maybe is time. It maybe is time. There are plenty more boys out there. Well, there's like 10 more boys out there, but it's fine. Yeah. There could be um, 10, there could be 100. It's unclear. <laughs> <laughs> How many people are at the school? Unclear. And that goes for the rest of you mad people. Leave him alone. I don't understand why you all want him. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm here, looking like this. <laughs> yeah, him is in italics. You all, I don't understand what you all want. Him. Him. <laughs> Have you seen how hot he got this month, Hermione? <laughs> He's on his cycle, his hotness cycle. <laughs> uh, on Christmas Eve, he shines white like the sun. <laughs> Harry, you're too hot. Harry, stop. <laughs> you can't look directly Put at your him. your glasses back on. <laughs> Put on an ugly sweater, please. (laughs) I don't understand why you all want him. But if I hear that anyone else has been harassing him, I will give you all detention. As head girl, I can give out as many detentions as I see fit. Okay. Fair enough. One more incident. And you will have detention for a month. With Professor Snape. I bet I bet Snape loves that other people have the ability to assign detentions with him. Wait a second, what? <laughs> Hold for the thing. text. You have to work late every day for the next month, Snape. Got him. Is it a different Google spreadsheet than the than the than the previous one? <laughs> How do they know when he has time? Yeah, they were all different Google spreadsheets, but then somebody decided they should be one but separate tabs. Okay, well, that that, um, you know, that makes yeah. more sense. But really, they just need to go with like a dedicated project management software. <laughs> oh, it's just so visceral how old we are sometimes. I, I prefer I Wizard so Monday. <laughs> ah. oh. With Professor Snape. Up at the head table, Snape looked rather smug at the prospect of all the students he could torture. Sure. He's like, yeah. sure, that's chill. Assign as many Yeah, I guess he doesn't have anything want. better to do with his evening. What, the f- what else is he going to do? The worst. Finishing her speech, she sat back down. Harry hugged her. A passage of time. It was now holiday time. Harry grinned. He loved Christmas. Because everyone else goes home. (laughs) (laughs) Just Harry in the castle. And let my wounds heal for a little bit. (laughs) As per usual, the trio was staying at the castle. But many more people than they were used to had decided to stay too. In the hopes that Hermione would leave and they could get to Harry. Shrugging it off, Harry walked into the Great Hall and towards the Gryffindor table and suddenly stopped. He couldn't move. One of those curses landed. <laughs> it's like, Harry, you were out in the open. Yet again. Come on, bud. Now keep your head on a swivel, kid. <laughs> he looked up. He groaned. Damn, mistletoe. Oh, no. Oh, no? Mistletoe have like a... Like, like a freezing force field beneath them. Yes, the mistletoe in this fan fiction freezes you to the spot and you cannot move until you have gotten the kiss, but there are some further stipulations upon that that we will get to. I'm excited to hear. Dude, a moment. I... 
I know you were talking earlier about how all of these Christmas fics are about the same, but I love the mistletoe like stipulations that each <laughs> fan fiction introduces. Like yes. the mistletoe rules. Exactly. Are so good pretty much every time. Oh yeah. Oh also, yeah. Harry, why did you stop checking the ceilings? You right. dummy. Right. Maybe Ginny had stopped falling from the ceiling after Hermione gave that very scary speech. Mm. So then he stopped looking at the ceiling, and that's when the mistletoe started to arrive, and he just didn't notice them. But again, this is all against the training. This is all against his training. Yeah, Dumbledore had to find a new way to keep Harry on his toes. Right. Because Hermione scared off his trained assassin. (laughs) (laughs) Hermione pulled out her wand and tried various incantations, but nothing she could think of worked. Sorry, Harry. It won't come off until you've kissed someone. Just kiss him. Well, hold for the text. Save Harry. (laughs) If the teachers put it there, then it can be anyone. But if it was a student, you'll have to kiss them. Oh, no. The other person's not in the room. (laughs) Why are the teachers putting these up? You know, Dumbledore's doing his shit where they he puts sure, up, you right. know, mistletoe. When she says if the teachers put it up, what she means is if Dumbledore put it <laughs> up. Yeah, if Dumbledore put it up, then you just like whomever can kiss you and then you can be released from the thing. Hmm. But students can and apparently do go around putting up specific mistletoe. <laughs> but it'll catch anyone and then they just like- Anyone, yeah. And then, leave them there, and then they, they have the option to just leave them there forever, yes. or they, they starve. Do. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Speaking of starving, um, blah blah blah, student. She bit her lip and looked apologetic. He nodded, taking in the mass of students at the tables. <laughs> Everyone's just staring at him. Blaze Zabini, <laughs> who did this? Blaise oh no, Zabini, and Seamus Finnegan. Uh, walked into the hall with the next wave of students and lit out a simultaneous bloody hell at the site. What? I don't know. That's kind of weird, isn't it? I don't know. Very strange. <laughs> okay. Ron spun around to face them. You know who did this. <laughs> they glanced at each other and nodded. Tell he me who, demanded no. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> They both shook their heads and made a run for it. <laughs> you, oh, no. I do like that those two were just hanging out. What was that? <laughs> just like, out. yeah, uh, BFFs, as we know, <laughs> as we all know, Blaze Zabini, Seamus Finnegan, BFFs. They both shook their heads and made a run for it. You cowards! Ron called after them. Turning back to their trapped friend, Hermione said. I'm sorry, Harry. There's nothing we can do. You'll have to stay here. We'll bring you food, but we can't stay here with you. Well, that solves that for me. So they are going to bring him. They're going to bring him some stuff. <laughs> he's in the Great Hall, right? Yeah. Or is he outside we'll the Great Hall? We'll bring you a chamber pot. <laughs> yeah, he's in the Great Hall. He can maybe summon food to himself. Yeah. 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 He should be And you fine. know, never mind. I was going to say disappear the waste like yeah. we all know. Everyone to turn around. I don't need to bring that up. <laughs> I need to disappear some ways. (laughs) (laughs) Harry nodded and settled himself down on the floor, thinking of the unfairness of it all. Hermione came back with a plate loaded with food. He felt much better after digging into the casserole. (laughs) A few people tried to approach him, hoping that the hovering plant had been put there by the teachers. Mm Mm-hmm. But they couldn't get closer than a few feet before they were stopped by the magic of the charmed mistletoe. So it's actually, it's projecting a force field that only the person who put it there can enter. Wild. Yeah, so I assume Hermione had to make him a plate of food and then just like slide it across the floor towards him. Throwing (laughs) throwing dinner rolls in his open mouth. (laughs) That's what Ron's doing. (laughs) Pelting him with food. Oh, this is this is a mistletoe I haven't seen. Yeah, I yeah. and I, I like how we're getting very detailed instructions mm-hmm. on how it works. Exactly, love it. There has to be a lot going on so that you can get to the thing that happens. <laughs> he couldn't understand it, but he could see Hermione looking thoughtful and occasionally glancing up at him, at the plant above him, or another student. 
She's trying to figure out. She's mm-hmm. like, who mm-hmm. the fuck did this thing? We got to get Harry out of this. Yeah, how come this they haven't just a kissed him already? Scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the middle of dessert, the doors burst open and in locked. Anybody, anybody, anybody? It's Ginny, right? Draco Malfoy. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. <laughs> In his moment of triumph, Draco has trapped Harry here forever. <laughs> I've got you now, Potter. He gets Dumbledore's g- biggest prize. <laughs> no. Um, the blonde glanced around the room, found Harry, and strode towards him. Harry barely had time to stand up before Draco had passed through the invisible barrier (laughs) that had stopped the others and was kissing him. Oh, no. (laughs) The hall went quiet. The kiss was short, but sweet and wonderful. (laughs) There's no way that's the case. No way. Yeah, no way. I love this story. Draco pulled away, smiled softly at Harry, and walked away. Bye. 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 Bye, 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 I guess. Okay. Okay, Okay, bye. Weird. It took Harry a moment to realize what had happened. Coming to his senses, he followed Draco, grasping his arm just as the boy sat down at his table. What the hell was that? (laughs) (laughs) Correct. What, Potter? Didn't you like it? (laughs) Well, yes, it was sweet and wonderful, but also... (laughs) (laughs) So disappointed in both of these boys. You don't even understand. Hold for the text. (laughs) I... You... He was at a loss for words. Taking a breath, he started again. Look, I just want to know what the hell got into you and what is going on. Why have people been following me? He shouted. Well, why would Draco know? Well, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's a Death Eater and that's, he lit all those Death Eaters that look like students. Right, 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 sure. Seamus Finnegan and Blaze Zabini stood up from their seats and walked over to them. Okay. As, as one. As what? As, as a unit. They're holding yes, hands. They're holding, yes, hands. <laughs> they're holding hands. They're wearing their, their BFF badges that have each other's faces on them. <laughs> they're skipping. They're so cute. Yeah. Oh, I love that for them. <laughs> well, you see, Harry started Seamus. There is this bet going on Uh-oh. about kissing you. <laughs> this this is where this story absolutely got me. I was like, you are going to fucking throw a bet in at the very end like this? <laughs> author, you just looked right at me. The author made eye contact with me <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> Gave you like a nod, like a yes. Yeah, exactly. For you. <laughs> damn what harry exclaimed well you've never been kissed publicly the terms of the bet were to kiss you in public in front of at least five other people continued (laughs) zabini what they've got they've got this shit in writing this is like a contract (laughs) (laughs) so weird was Ginnying on the bed? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she must have really oh, yeah. wanted whatever uh, <laughs> the what prize the, is. Yeah, whatever the prize is. Why? <laughs> Harry looked annoyed and tired. <laughs> because we were bored. Originally, it was just the two of us. <laughs> just Blaze and Seamus? Just a bet. Between Blaze and Seamus. I love it. It's like, I bet you can kiss Potter in front of at least five people. (laughs) (laughs) 
really mess with Harry this this yeah. Christmas. <laughs> but then okay. loads of people got involved. The stakes grew until it was kissing you in front of the school, and the money you win is <laughs> wow. Seamus sighed dreamily at the thought of the galleons. Oh, man. I bet. You know what? Seamus isn't just thinking, dreaming of the galleons. They took a little bit off the top as like an administrative fee. Well, yeah. 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 They're kind of, they're they're like bookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so yeah. They, they get a little cut. Yeah. 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 Blaze and Seamus didn't come up with this because they wanted to kiss Harry or because they wanted to mess with Harry. <laughs> they, they needed a little bit of cash. Yeah. yeah. They needed a little they bit of cash to, to start their business. Uh-huh. An app. Mm-hmm. An app. For project <laughs> yes. management for wizards. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> bring it home. <laughs> you got to bring that right back around. Woo! <laughs> How much? 327 galleons, 14 sickles, and 28 nuts, stated Blaze. That's not that. That's a lot what? of money. That's a lot. Of, that is to a lot a of money. To a teenager? Not for Draco. Not for Draco. Well, no, but yeah. Draco just wants for other Ginny, people to not yes. have it. For Draco, no. <laughs> Harry Gold. That's a lot of money. No wonder Ginny was trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All of a sudden, he's poor. like, "Nah, me and Ginny are chill." That I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> if Ginny, if Ginny had just told him that that much money was on the line, he probably would have done it. Just yeah. cooperated. Yeah, he would have just done it. Just need to tell Harry. <sighs> no, instead she had to drop from ceilings and put on the <laughs> tightest dress a Gryffindor's ever put on. The tightest dress. <laughs> and Draco just won it all, declared the Slytherin solemnly. So now what? asked Seamus. <laughs> Harry's shocked expression turned slowly into a smirk. Why, I think, Draco... Since you had an unfair advantage, the money should go to charity. What is Draco's yeah, unfair advantage? Are these boys already dating? Oh, oh it's the <laughs> final twist. <laughs> they keep coming. They keep coming. <laughs> what? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh, my God. It was Draco's turn to look shocked. You, you wouldn't. He breathed. I believe I just did. Over at the Gryffindor table, Ron went wide-eyed. He doesn't Ron mean always does. what I think he always he does. Means. <laughs> he does. Just he be does. happy He's for Harry surprised. once, Ron. <laughs> just like one just time, I would love cool. to see Ron be like, "Yeah, nice, <laughs> good for you." <laughs> oh, yeah, Ron just stands up and is like, "Noise." No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh wait no I forgot it's Draco I'm on Ron's side mm. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't mean what I think he means does he Hermione he faint? shrugged and shushed him this was very interesting Harry's <laughs> like shut up this is good it's just getting good <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have real housewives this is the best we can do <laughs> The real chosen one of the real Hogwarts. Chosen one. <laughs> but back to where the action was taking place. Draco gave an exaggerated sigh. All right. Have you got a charity in mind? Harry shook his head. Nope. But agreeing isn't stopping me from doing this. And of his own free will, Harry Potter kissed Draco Malfoy. Yay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) If the student body was confused first, it was nothing compared to what they felt now. No, I'm less confused. Yeah, this makes sense to me. It all makes sense now. (laughs) It's all coming to you. Hey, said Blaze. Harry pulled away and straightened. Yes. You mean you too? Indeed, (laughs) Blaze. replied Draco. 
But that's cheating, cried Seamus. (laughs) (laughs) No, it isn't. Nowhere in the terms was it stated that the person to kiss Harry couldn't be dating him. The terms. Be the person who's already kissing him. Here's the thing. <laughs> stated in the terms? Stated in the terms. Oh, yeah. yeah like, so there is a like, contract somewhere. There is a contract. <laughs> People are like signing something. <laughs> <laughs> and Seamus and I imagine Seamus and Blaze at this point are like, oh man, he really read all the terms and conditions? No <laughs> one reads all the terms and conditions. <laughs> it's airtight. <laughs> And the hall erupted in noise. Unnoticed by Hermione, Ron had stood up and was making his way to the newly discovered couple. Now Harry was worried. Ron shot a look at Seamus and Blaze that clearly said, You will regret this later. And stopped in front of Draco Malfoy. Yeah, they they were... That's a dick thing. Dick move. (laughs) Dick move. Dick move. (laughs) Dudes. Sticking out his hand, he said, You take care of Harry. If you mistreat him, Hermione won't be the only one on your back, but the whole of Harry's family, too. Aww. Aww. Wait. See, you just had to wait. You just had to wait for Ron to be chill. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Draco took the proffered hand. Deal, Weasley. Not that I ever will hurt him. I love him too much. And I'm a very selfish person. (laughs) Silly. He looked at Harry, who had a loving grin on his face. And for that moment, all was all right in the world. The end. Nice work. The twists. They just kept bam, bam, bam. (laughs) That was a good one. Two, and then... The knockout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clean, clean knockout. Clean knockout. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whoo. Oh, boy. Um, I think we have to talk about... Nah. No? What, what are we talking about? No, I went 0 for 3 on my predictions. Yeah. Well, you... Goose egg. Yeah. I mean, the... the no, the it wasn't made, a prank. It wasn't a prank. It was oh, a Oh, it was prank adjacent. No, it's not, not, not really yeah, a prank. Yeah, but it's not really yeah. a prank. Bets are not pranks. Not a prank. Yeah. Mm. I thought it would be like Fred and George leaving the mistletoe. You know, I yeah, wanted to yeah, hear Draco's favorite charity. Like I was, that's that's the one uh, loose end for it's, me. Is I did like a... nothing good. I did cut this fan fiction, and we do find okay. out where the money went. Oh, and it's to an orphanage. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, sure, boring. That's fine. Yeah. But I was I hoping know. it was that's like Wizard World Wildlife Foundation or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the end of this fan fiction is just like a whole Daily Prophet article about oh. this money, <laughs> about the um, money being donated. I'm, I'm to going an orphanage. to funnel it into one of my father's charities, and it'll come back to me. The article does say that it saved the orphanage, so <laughs> okay. Apparently, that it was a lot of money. Wow, for them. Sure. The article also said 500 galleons, so maybe oh. he added. They go some, matched a little bit. He matched yeah. a little, yeah. That's classy. He did cheat. He yeah. did cheat. Yeah. Um, Very hairy matched. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess now it's time for a segment. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah, do. Let's do a sec. You claimed you had several. I do. I do have three of these things that we're about to do. <laughs> cool. Let's do it. It's time for. A quick, quick fix. fix. Quick fix is a segment where we will quickly summarize and discuss some stories that we have found. Stories plural today because apparently there's three <laughs> stories that we found that uh, weren't necessarily quite right for the main pod section, but are beautiful and shiny and perfect in their own special little ways. What do you have for us today, Sequoia? Okay, the first one I want to bring up is the 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 beautiful shining thing about it. Well, okay. I clicked on it because- Are these all Christmas ones? I gotta know. They're all Christmas ones. And I feel like I clicked on it because I wanted so badly for it to be right for the podcast because the whole premise of the fan fiction was that Harry and Ginny take their family for a Christmas ski vacation in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh my God. Oh, weird. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want this to be good so badly. And it just like- Do you think there wasn't enough of it? 
Oh. Do you think we know the author? Oh. I mean. Did they maybe? go to? Did they go to Snowbird? They went to Alta. <laughs> they went to Alta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, sense. elitist. <laughs> good terrain. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another good thing about this fan fiction is the title, which is. Mm-hmm. Ski reaming at the top of her lungs. <laughs> That's good. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't title. read it. Was it just boring? It's good. It was just boring. It didn't get anywhere. Uh, um, mm, they just like they just got had on a, a plane. fun time on a ski vacation. Yeah, they got on a plane. They skied a little bit, and it seemed like there was going to be like way more of it, and it just uh, uh, got abandoned. So dang. that was a bummer. But their kids fun were promise. Lily, Sirius, and Hermione. Ooh, oh, weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, they didn't talk about it, but, like, I, usually in fan fiction, when they call one of their kids Hermione or Ron, it means that one of those characters is dead. Ah. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was interesting, but mostly I was just huh. like, oh, I want to read them something that... <laughs> that yeah. It's all like City, Utah. Um, oh, it's funny. Then... They get a crown burger. Yeah, they get a crown burger. <laughs> they eat some fry sauce. They yeah. tried to buy alcohol on a Sunday, and they're like, oh, man, that gives... You can't buy wine in the grocery store. What? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Depending on when it was written, like, oh, I have to get a membership to get yeah. a new ball. Yeah, I gotta do yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um. Okay. Uh, quick pick number two. Um. Mm-hmm. Is it was a Draco slash Blaze. Um. And oh, nice. I love that pairing, so I clicked on it for the pairing. And uh-huh. it was pretty run of the mill and boring, except for this mm. bit in the very beginning. Where it is revealed that Draco has two pet unicorns <laughs> <laughs> named Ophelia and Galaxy. Whoa. What? Powerful unicorn names. Powerful. And that's, in, like, that's like the third <laughs> sentence of the fan fiction. And I was like, yes, this is beautiful. And then the rest of it was kind up? of boring. Because Blaze and Draco are at the Malfoy Manor for Christmas, and Blaze mm. is looking out the window, and he's like, oh, look, Draco's two pet unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great premise for a story. I know. They, they have to go to Malfoy Manor for Christmas? Yeah. And uh, I, like, wanted so much out of it, and it was just kind of, you well, know, they give each other presents and they're in love. Yeah. Oh. Um, mm. boring. <laughs> they, yeah, they have a nice time. Boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then my third and final quick fic today, um, is about mistletoe and soulmates. Okay. And like really, really very short. And the shining moment was that, um, Hermione. It was another one where Hermione and Draco have to kiss underneath mistletoe, and it reveals <laughs> that they have already been dating. Oh, um, weird. Yeah. Um, but in this one, you know what? Actually, I kind of like that that conceit because it gets around what I'm usually unhappy with about mistletoe fix, um, which hmm. is like, don't kiss this person. You don't know them. Right. Yeah, right. sure. Sure. Yeah, they they get stuck under mistletoe. They have to kiss under the mistletoe. And then the, the, the shining moment is that when they kiss, they start levitating off of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen every time they kiss? See, see, it's revealed in the fan fiction that that happens when two soulmates kiss. And then uh, I was like, it happens every time they kiss. Every, every time, time they kiss, right? they levitate off the ground. <laughs> That's weird. Um, That's really weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's no. I'm throwing in a fourth one. I'm throwing in a fourth <laughs> oh, nice. one. I'm doing nice, it. Nice, nice. I'm doing it. Um, I read a fan fiction where um, <laughs> Rolanda H- Hooch, Pomona Sprout, Poppy Pomfrey okay. are all yes. like getting Minerva yes. McGonagall ready to go to chaperone the Christmas ball. Okay. Um, ready? How they're getting her good and soused? Lacking <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> they're they're getting her dressed up. They put her in one of they're Rolanda's pre-gaming. dresses, and she's like, "Oh, oh. this dress is too risque for me." It's like she's a whole corset back. ordeal. Um, and they're like getting her all cute because they want her to hook up with Severus Snape. <laughs> and no, it's like they go to this Christmas ball, and like it's the Christmas holiday, so they're literally only twelve students still at the <laughs> castle, but they have a Christmas ball anyway. 
<laughs> I love that. What? And then Hermione and Ginny are like, girl, you look so good. Get it. <laughs> That would they say? Christmas dance with twelve students. That's yeah. really got to do something for the dregs. Have a sad little party. <laughs> yeah, they usually have a sad little party. It's like, but call it's like it a, a ball, Christmas ball, the grand ball, featuring for all ten of you. <laughs> yeah, featuring ten. His parents forgot about that. <laughs> And Minerva and Severus are the only ones who have to go chaperone this thing because everybody else was on some weird hunt in the Forbidden Forest in the night? <laughs> the night before? <laughs> you know, the, the annual holiday hunt. <laughs> they have to slay the dark beast or it'll take over the castle. I don't know. Exactly. They do it every year. <laughs> every year. Anyway, that one was like bored. I almost did that one instead of this one, uh-huh. but I just really can't stomach Minerva McGonagall slash Severus Snape. Mm, yeah, that's not great. Gross. And it was so gross. I was <laughs> getting her can't. groove back, can't. though. She got her yeah. groove back. Um, I would have preferred if just like that quadruple of teachers. <laughs> you know, ah, yes. Yeah, that'd be that went, way but... better. Um, <laughs> anyway, those are my four quick fix. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are you ready for another segment? Yeah. Let's do it. It's time for the Rec Zone. For the Rec Zone today, we have um a mistletoe mystery. And this is More mistletoe. Yeah. My man. But it's not mistletoe centric. It's kind of misleading title wise. Um okay. but it's uh Teddy Lupin um, oh. in his after he's graduated from Hogwarts uh-huh. and Christmas time at the Weasleys like everyone is there and and mm. all of the kids are like the adults are up to something <laughs> and I won't tell you what happens but huh. it's very cute it's very cute that sounds awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So the link to that will be in the description of this episode. If uh, you're still in the mood for more Christmas, I dropped five wrecks last year. <laughs> so if you haven't caught up on those, you could always go back to those also. Mm-hmm. Um, those are also on the website, fanaticalfix.com. Also on the website is the story submission form. If you have something that is beautiful and wonderful and shining and we need to see it with our human eyes, please put that in the submission form. Also on the website is some merch. We've got bookmarks on the website and as well as a link to our Tee Public where there's a wide variety of designs on a wide variety of objects. You can find us on social media at Fanatical Fix. You can also email us at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you want to help the pod out, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, or rate mm-hmm. us on Spotify or leave mm-hmm. us a review on Facebook or wherever might accept mm-hmm. a review, such as yelling it into Colin's void. <laughs> sure. Um, ooh, dang. We're in the last couple weeks of Trick the Planet 2022. Two, two, we don't have two, a rebrand two. yet, but I guess we'll have one when we get back. Sure. <laughs> Trick the planet. Trick the galaxy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We were thinking we might have to go down. Like, we oh, might yeah. Have to scale come it back, back down. a little bit. Scale Manage it back expectations. A little, a little overwhelming. Trick your yeah. county. Uh, <laughs> trick your, your water district. Ooh. <laughs> that one sounds vaguely threatening. <laughs> trick, yeah, trick what are you putting district. in the water? <laughs> What's going into the water? Fan fiction. I'll, ne- I'll never tell you. It's fan oh, fiction. Putting fan fiction like, directly into the water. It, directly it into the water supply. Um, oh, God, there's fan fiction in the water supply. <laughs> Everyone's shipping. <laughs> um, you can also uh, help us out by going over to patreon.com slash fanatical fix where you can join up get some bonus episodes, live streams, um, and our access to our Patreon Discord where all the amazing Fanatical fam over there are having a great time doing a lot of fun stuff. 
Um, thanks to our patrons. Thanks also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their song Wolf Star as our theme song. And thanks also, also to Colin, Colin. for coming to hang out with us. Colin, you got anything to plug today? Oh, gosh. Usually I know I do like a silly thing where I tell people... <laughs> how to get in uh-huh. touch with me or how to support me and it's like some uh-huh. zany non sequitur and it's really funny uh-huh. and I'm so great but I don't know <laughs> I'm just not feeling the Christmas spirit this year oh, you no. guys I think no. I think I'm gonna cancel in fact I'm gonna Charlie Charlie you're not <laughs> getting any presents sorry no, no. anything with that Christmas Ooh. is cancelled the the oh my god the listeners didn't believe hard enough <laughs> oh no the listeners aren't believing in Christmas? Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, no, I can hear them. I can hear them clapping their hands and saying, I do believe in Santa. I do believe in... I hear oh you, listener. Gosh. I hear you. Oh, oh Charlie. Gosh. Charlie, Christmas is back on. <laughs> you there, boy. What day is it? <laughs> well, wait, it's Christmas Day, sir. You, yes, of course, it's Christmas Day. There's still time. There's still time. My heart grew three sizes this morning. Boy, go get me the goose from the butcher shop. The one as big as me, sir. Yes, the big goose, the biggest goose. Here's a crown for you and a galleon and a sickle. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. God bless us, everyone. Uh... You, I don't have any projects going right now, but you can sure listen to my wife's podcast called The Happiest Fight on Earth, where she and her sister and sometimes me rank uh, animated films against each other. And it's very fun. Thank you, Colin. Yep. For coming on the show. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice to see you. Yeah, it's really nice to see Happy you. Happy holidays, Colin. Happy holidays, listeners. We'll see you in the new year. Bye. Bye. Actively weeping is what I'm doing.